0: Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Let's jump right to the Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline and welcome into the program Dr. Lou Irwin, a political science professor at Duquesne University. Kind enough to join us to help us understand sort of what's going on in the Oz-Fetterman Senate race here in Pennsylvania. Dr. Irwin, it's good to have you on KDKA. How are you? I'm doing very well, Rick. Thanks for having me on. The news came today from the Fetterman campaign that his doctor basically has said that there are no work restrictions. He can work full duty in public office. That is very good news, of course, not only for the candidate and his family, but for the campaign as well. How much do you think that his health issues have limited what he's been able to do? And does that have anything to do with where we are based on the latest poll numbers that have been released this week?
1: Well, Rick, I'm, I'm, I'm a political scientist, not a medical doctor, so I can't really comment on uh, his work limitation. I can tell you this, though. Some of the political attacks that the Oz campaign has leveled against, uh, against Satterman uh, have, have evidently stuck. Um, things such as, uh, you know, criticism about using captioning during a recent interview, uh, the fact that Oz has called into question whether or not uh, Mr. Fetterman can carry out the, the functions, the duties of office. Whether true or not, politics is all perception. And right. in this case, these attacks seem to be sticky.
0: When we look at the numbers, are they closer than you thought they might be based on where we started? Or do you anticipate as a political science observer that things always tend to get significantly closer as we get to the main event, the election day of November 8th?
1: So, Rick, I don't think I'm unusual in that uh, among curious observers of national politics and Pennsylvania politics that this race is heightened. Uh, everyone across the country understands that the control of the United States Senate really hangs in the balance here in the Keystone State. Um, in fact, throughout this campaign, the, uh, in the estimation of a lot of the, the, the politicos, Pennsylvania represented the easiest pickup for the Democrats going into the fall. Uh, But I think for all of those like you, like me, who have watched Pennsylvania politics over many years, we knew that this race was going to tighten. This is uh, sometimes described as a blue state, sometimes described as a purple state. Mm -hmm. But in any case, it's a very balanced state. And uh, it's not surprising at all that this race is tight.
0: If you look at some of the latest numbers, one of them, for instance, that came out from AARP, AARP said Fetterman's lead was two points. 48% to 46% among likely voters over Oz. Another poll that was released yesterday said it was 2.9% lead for Fetterman over Oz. That seems to be the consensus right now is that Fetterman is still ahead, but Oz has continued to gain ground. We're visiting with Dr. Lou Irwin, political science professor at Duquesne University. What do you think the message has been from the Oz campaign that has allowed that to be drawn closer? Is it the crime issue Because that has been a a message that Republicans have used in many different states, including Pennsylvania, that the Democrats have been soft on crime.
1: That's right, Rick. I think that this particular message has resonated with uh, those. There aren't too many voters left in our polarized electorate who actually are kind of don't have their minds made up going into the fall election. Right. Um, So the each campaign is, is trying to do two things at one time. They're trying to increase their base turnout while they try to depress the turnout on the other side, but they're also trying to connect with those swing voters. And again, there aren't as many as there used to be, but those are the voters that actually will determine the outcome of this race. And um, in the Oz campaign, you kind of had the sense as you watched this unfold uh, over the last several months after a bruising uh, primary season that uh, Lee endured uh, with attacks between Barnett, McCormick, and Oz just. You know, flying back and forth throughout there, poisoning uh, a lot of folks on all three of the candidates, frankly. Um, But you had this feeling as the summer progressed that the Oz campaign was trying out a a whole host of uh, uh, narratives as they were trying to find what would stick. As they were going, trying to trying to close what looked like to be a significant gap with the Fetterman campaign. Um, There's no question that it seems that the attacks. Uh, that the Oz campaign has leveled on the issue of crime have, have really resonated. And they've resonated not just because of uh, kind of a national mood connected to uh, crime and crime policy shootings, those kinds of things, but also the ever-present shootings that we see right here in Pittsburgh right. uh, and, across, and, and in Philadelphia that uh, have a lot of people's attention. So I think that's the one that that, that line of attack has probably resonated the most. At the same time, just uh, to add to that, um, I'm sure not just uh, Democratic candidate Fetterman, but Democrats across the country are not too happy at watching gas prices start to creep back up as they push to the finish line.
0: As we look at the Fetterman campaign, so much effort and so much money was spent on attacking the fact that Oz lived in New Jersey. Oz had houses in Florida, had houses in Turkey and things like that. Has that had any traction at all, or has that been much ado about nothing as far as voters are concerned?
1: Well, there's an old saying in uh, politics, Rick, you've probably heard this one before as well, but uh, that in order to vote for a candidate, Democrats have to fall in love, but Republicans only have to fall in line. Mm -hmm. And I think what most Serious observers thought as we watched this unfold over the summer that as much as a lot of Republican and Republican leaning voters, uh, independents who lean Republican, uh, were maybe put off by a lot of what they heard in the spring uh, surrounding uh, the Republican candidates for office. uh, At the same time, as you push towards the fall, Fetterman really didn't have many attacks go his way at all during the spring. Uh, it kind of leveled the playing field in terms of uh, if we want to call it voter disgust. And at the end of the day, a lot of those right-leaning voters are going to return home and they're going to vote for the Republican candidate.
0: Will the final couple weeks of this be based on issues or is it still going to be personal attacks? When do we get to the point that we can hear about where they stand on issues?
1: Well, in this day and age, Rick, um, there actually will be two, two campaigns going on at one time. Uh, there's going to be kind of a generic general campaign that we all consume, you know, whether it's on your radio station or on television uh, or even some of the ads that you see online. But those are more generic advertisements that are aimed really at uh, provoking outrage, right? Provoking outrage to turn out your side uh, to, to make sure that they are motivated to vote and then to depress the vote on the other side. But there's another campaign, kind of a shadow campaign, that's going on at the same time, and that's digital micro-targeting. And that is aimed at particular individual voters based upon their digital profile online. And it will seek to target them, to, to connect with them on the very specific issues that they care about the most. And so you can't really uh, say that issues won't be addressed in the sense that, uh, each campaign is working very hard to connect individually to voters to make sure that they understand on
0: those,
1: on those issues that they care about the most, uh, they, will, they will understand where uh, those two candidates stand. So, um, and un- unfortunately, uh, we won't see a lot of uh, what we might think of positive public policy-oriented campaigning going on these last couple weeks. It's all going to be about turning out the base. And and unfortunately, negative advertising works far better, far more effective than positive advertising.
0: Dr. Lou Irwin, Duquesne University political science professor, joining us here to shed some light on the Oz Fetterman campaign for U.S. Senate. Lou, thanks so much for being here. Thank you, Rick. Yep, always, always great to hear from people who think deeply and long and hard about these issues, and he is certainly a very bright mind in that regard. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.